WildTalkRadio.com. Theme song! This is the Firefly Funhouse! And I want to introduce you to some very special friends that I've met along the way. Hey, this is Adam Copeland, a.k.a. the Rated R Superstar. Hey guys, this is Renee Paquette. This is Kane from WWE. This is WWE Superstar Drew McIntyre. Hello, this is WWE Hall of Famer, the Heartbreak Kid, Shawn Michaels. Hi, this is Bree. And this is Nikki, and we're the Battle Twins. This is Christopher Daniels. And what I like to do on my office is listen to the rap, and now you are and it is awesome. Stratisfaction is guaranteed. It's time to experience the award-winning The Rack. Goodness gracious, great balls of fire. I love kickball. I'm back taking souls and digging holes. I'm going to break you, bitch. You hear me? You can love, but you can't touch. Ruthless <laughs> aggression. With your host. They've been lying to you. Heroes don't exist. Y'all become addicted to the illusion of what a hero does for you. Have I mentioned that I was uh, once addicted to eating sponges? Lindsay Ward. Look at me, woman. And you can just call me Taker. Oh my god, it's Taker. Taker, Taker, Taker. Does Taker hate me? Oh my god, it's Taker. And she was a wicked, wicked child who spat and swore and shoot to back. I like puppets. Stickers! And her producer, Sir Rockin. My little creatures of the night will now experience the magical art of puppetry. <laughs> what the game is playing! Live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. We're here. Yowie wowie! Good evening, everyone. Welcome to Rack right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RackRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down the bottom of the screen, and you can subscribe for free. It is... That simple. You can also subscribe to the regular way. September is still going on. Discounts, guys. Discounts. So get your discount. You can subscribe the regular way. Or you can just, you know, follow the channel, hang out and chat, listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you. I'm your host, Lindsay Ford. Joining me, as always, is the ever-faithful producer slash co-host slash handyman, Sir Rockin. Hello. Hi. Shalom. We're here. We're live. It's The Rack. We had fancy new intro stuff in the, for the video player, so if you're not only listening to the podcast, you miss out. We have fancy yeah, new he, st- starting screen and transition, or er, commercial screen that you'll see later and stuff like that. He, he, he's been making stuff. He's you been tweet, busy. Production value, guys. Production, production value. value. You can tweet us at Wild Talk Radio, at Rack Radio Show, at Lens Ward. Come to WildTalkRadio.com, twitch.tv slash Live or RackRadioShow.com. Chat. She mentioned it. September, 25% off one month or three months. 30% off if you go for, you know, six months in advance. 
But that, that's all up to you to decide what you want to do and help support the channel so we have more innovations just like with that and things and stuff and all the things. We had a, sh a small show, Petite. simple, simple show Easy. playing. Easy. We, we were just going to cover some news. We were going to cover some notes, you know, just some simple things. And then WWE decided to just go off. I don't know how else to describe it other than they just went off today in terms of news. Um, so we have to talk about that because the biggest news today, at least up until like 1 o'clock this afternoon, was that SmackDown is officially headed back to USA Network. Um, WWE is no longer going to be on Fox as of October 2024, so they have another year on Fox, and then they're out. Um, so we have SmackDown headed back to USA, which is cool. Um, it's going to be a five-year deal, and they're getting four primetime network specials per year that will air on NBC. And what's also interesting of note with this deal is that as SmackDown goes to USA, Raw may get a new home. So there's there's a lot to break down on that. Um, the fact that there's NBC involved, which means if they were still staying on the USA Network, Monday Night Raw, that is, they would have been part of this. You would have this big old press release going, hey, Raw and Smack Raw, SmackDown, NXT, all airing on the USA Network. The wrestling home on, on cable television be the USA Network. That's not to be. Um, it seems like Raw and NXT are now going to be moving off of those platforms. This is a big deal. It is a big deal. There is no word yet where they're going. Um, there's a lot of rumor. There's a lot of speculation about who could possibly get them because there is traditional media involved, but there's also streaming services like, I don't know, Prime. <laughs> yeah, Prime Video is a, and Amazon are, are players in it. Disney could be a player in it. Thanks, Madison Lanford, for the follow. Um... Appreciate it. Thank you. But they could be, Disney FX could be a, a landing spot. ESPN could be a landing spot. And Nick kind of kind of made it clear Raw could move off of Mondays if the right deal's in place. I mean, as long as they put it on an appropriate day, not Thursday. Uh. No, it would not be a Thursday. It would, it would probably be a Tuesday. Because you would not put Raw and SmackDown back to back days. That would just be overkill. But they've, done, they, they've done that in the past when Raw and SmackDown were on Monday and Tuesday. But And I didn't mind that, honestly. I kind of liked it. Like, I hate the fact that SmackDown's on Fridays. I hate the fact that it's staying on Fridays because I can never watch SmackDown. But from, I can never see it. But from a, tour, so, from a touring standpoint, Friday makes the most sense. Oh, Friday totally makes the most sense. Like, it all makes sense. But for me, it's highly inconvenient and I don't like it. Um, But if they were to move Raw to Tuesdays or even like a Wednesday. Oh, you can't move it to Wednesday. Well, you could, but you're not gonna. <laughs> but if they put it on a Tuesday, honestly, I would not complain about that. Because at least during football season, that would be very nice. Because then you could watch the Monday night game and not have to worry about Raw. and Or not have to have it on two screens or what have you. So I would definitely be down for that especially if it goes on a streaming service because you'll pretty much get probably an automatic replay which might be drive part of driving this is you get the automatic replays on raw so you can see it pretty much immediately mm -hmm. um once it's aired because that's kind of one of the problems with raw and smackdown respectively is at least for automatic replays it's difficult to get them you have to wait a day or a couple days to get them and for people who want to see it it's kind of annoying it's better than it was like it used to be on the network you had to wait 30 days to see it at least now on peacock i think you have to wait was it two three days or is it instant on peacock 30. 30? It's still 30? Mm -hmm. So yeah, so them being able to do instant replays, at least on Peacock, would be very nice. 
Um, so we'll have to see, but this is all really huge news. It's I've heard that the USA deal is more than what they got for Fox, so, but there's no confirmation on that. So what is what is speculated by a lot of the analysts is it's a $1.4 billion deal, $279 million per per year for the five years. It is a 40% increase of what they were getting from originally from Fox over the over the old deal which was a billion dollars over five so 1.4 is, is an increase the the people who do the stocks and stuff were not happy and it dropped the the, the TKO stock dropped ten ten dollars this morning people were not a little happy with the results of you know a 1.4 billion dollar TV deal but that is that is you know what it is you mentioned replays the that is going to be an interesting thing because starting next week the Hulu deal with WWE officially expires the end of an era mm-hmm. and we talk about how raw leaving usa is a big deal they, the last time they left was what 2004 oh, or five or no years it was two, 2000 and two, they left no they left in 2000 and they came back to usa in 2005 when they went to spike, yeah they went to spike tv for five years yeah because i remember when when i started watching it was on spike it wasn't on usa yeah, they started in USA. Spike was launching. This, they they were the T were T, the, the TNA TNN network, the national network. Then just became TNN, which became Spike TV for five years, and then they came back to USA with a big homecoming and everything. So the fact that some programming is staying on USA is a good sign. They still have a great working relationship with NBCU, and again, the network specials will be a big part of that. I'm curious to see. If it's just going to be SmackDown four times a year that airs on NBC, which that might just be, which is which would be a good thing, or there are going to be other specials that air in primetime. But I think it might just be SmackDown in primetime four times a year. Could be. When they need to fill it. Yeah, you do one every quarter. So, that's not too bad. I mean, that's exposure for them, especially over on USA. And if, so, and, and if, if, if they, being on the main network. And if they strategically do it in 2025, one of those should be, you know, the night before WrestleMania. Yeah. That way you get a bigger audience exposed to the product and have the ability to promote on a larger platform that WrestleMania featuring Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Maybe. We'll talk about We're going to talk later. about him in the back half of the show. <laughs> Because, oh, shit happened there. Um, but we'll, it's been we'll, a big week. We'll get there. We're going to get there. In a little bit. Um, but obviously with the big news, there comes some sad news. As we talked about last week, the merger has closed with WWE and UFC, and they are now Endeavor, um, TKO. And when uh, that happens, unfortunately, that means that people get let go. Um, and this sucks. You hate hearing about this. Uh, on the corporate side, WWE has laid off 100 employees as a result of the merger. This happened last Friday. Um, they allowed people to work from home, and then they called people as they were at home um, to let them know the bad news. So at least they you got to be home when you got told, so you could just go cry uh, if you needed to. Yeah, um, a lot of departments got gutted. Um, especially for digital, digital got, got it. Um, which you hate to hear. You hate to hear that a couple high end, you know, um, high ups in the company got let go as a part of this. So it's like, at least it was balanced in that fashion that some, you know, higher ups at executive positions were let go and not just sort of the, the office workers. And stuff. Yeah. So there was a nice balance to it, even though it's like, here's a hundred people who just lost their job, but they at least sort of made it, made it make sense, I guess, is the best way to phrase it. They tried to make it make sense, but it, it still sucks. And then on the talent side, unfortunately, 
Um, there were also some releases, and you hate to hear this, you hate to see this. This happened today, this morning and this afternoon. Um, so WWE has come to the terms of release with the following individuals. Mustafa Ali, Emma, Rick Boogs, Aaliyah, Elias, Riddick Moss, Top Dalla, Shelton Benjamin, Quincy Elliott, Bryson Montana, Dana Brooke, Mace Mansoor, Shanky Davocado, Yusla Leon, Mm-hmm. Daniel MacArthur, Alexis Gray, Kevin Ventura Cortez, and Brooklyn Barlow. And there's more. There's but wait, there's more. But there's more. We don't know who, but there was reportedly 18 people from the PC, like Daniel MacArthur, Alexis Gray, Kevin Ventura Cortez, and Brooklyn Barlow, who have not made TV, but there was a lot of, there was 18 people in total supposedly from the PC era that were, were let go, who've never made TV, no one knows who they are, etc., etc. No one has those names yet, but that's the report that's out there. Could they have made, made, changed their mind and not released all 18? Possibly, but as of now, these are all the names. Could there be more? Probably. Will there be? Probably. Um, yeah, probably. But a lot of the names that she just mentioned aren't on TV. Much. Much. There's a couple. We haven't seen... Top dollar on TV in a while. Shelton's not used that often. If he is, it's usually in a squash variety. Aaliyah's been with the company for eight years and had 73 matches, apparently was the stat I heard, which is an odd stat, but here we are. She hasn't been seen on television since losing the tag titles last year um, when she was teaming with Raquel, and then she got out, was injured, and then we haven't seen her. Emma was brought back last year when Hunter came back in chart or, or took over for Vince. Her and her uh, fiance Riddick Moss is gone, and he hasn't been used since they dropped the Madcap. Um, He's been on main event because when they were here for Raw, yeah, he yeah. was on main event, but not but not that often. He's not uh, someone they've been featuring on that program very much either. Um, Elias, he was a phenomenal performer. He was great strumming the guitar and making, getting people to walk with him. But I think we told the story. If a man has his quote-unquote brother, um, which he admitted he was, the, the story's out. Still the, but that was still the best shit they've ever done in a long time. So there was that with him. Um, yeah, so I then you got Dana Brooke, who... Through her faults and everything, she went back down to NXT these last few months and has been a, a fixture on the program somewhat. Um, so it sucks to see her get, get let go. She, she was like a talent that's been on TV. And then there's Mustafa Ali, who you can say what you want. He's a he's an opinionated person when he needs to be, um, like most people from Chicago. Um, he's He was scheduled for a, pre- a premium live event match in a week and a half. <laughs> Against Dominic Mysterio, at no mercy. So, oops. Uh, but I think he's one that people said, yeah, maybe he requested that one. I think he's always wanted to branch forward. I don't think he. Re- they some people were saying it's a request. I'm not sure if it was or not because everyone else sort of got tied with him. I think he's requested in the past to be released. Yeah, he. I think it was last year or two years ago. He had asked to be left out of his contract, and that was the point where they weren't releasing anybody, and he was kind of, he went public on Twitter with it, and actually, no, it was longer than that, because it's been kind of an ongoing thing, because he and, he and Luke, I think, both asked for the releases, and 
Luke kind of kept quiet about it, and they le- eventually let him go, but Mustafa, they did not do that, because um, Mustafa has kind of made a fuss a couple times on Twitter, and they've pun- punished him for it, which is not right. No. Um, oh, what, what, but uh, they... what, what other thing? Ziggler was his other name. I forgot to write that down, Dolph. Yeah, Dolph Ziggler, Dolph Ziggler got let go. We can go back to that in a second, but, like, I think it's been an ongoing thing with Mustafa where it's like he asks for his release and kind of the squeaky wheel gets the grease and they work something out with him and they push him for a while and then they sort of back off the push and he gets loud again and so they push him again. Um, so I have no idea if this was requested or not. I know they were in the process of pushing him. He was down in NXT. He was trying to get the new gimmick over, um, because he had come up with a new idea, but unfortunately they just were like, yeah, no, not today. Um, and I hate it for him because he's, He's got, a, he's got a bunch of kids, but I'm sure he has a backup plan. He's very intelligent, and I'm sure he will work it out. Um, but you hate to see people like that get fired, because, like, Mustafa had all the tools. They just couldn't find the right fit for him, unfortunately. Um, and then there's Dolph. Yeah, before, before we go to Dolph. Speaking of kids, Mansoor did a great video. If you haven't, oh my god, Mansoor was so cute. He had his kid in his hand, using his kid's weight. That was that was a cool video. It's on on his socials. I don't know what they are, but just search for Mansoor. It's probably out there. But yeah, Doff. What do you? Doff is talented, but I think he's been phoning it in for years. Um, he wanted out years ago, but they talked. They convinced him to stay. I think like four years ago, he was he was done. And then he came back, he stayed, stuck around, veteran talent, through the pandemic and everything. Doff is good. Doff was, you know, from the Spirit Squad. He was a male cheerleader when he started, then a caddy. Or a caddy to a cheerleader, or whatever, whatever rotation it was. Um, people are shocked by the one. It's like, but he's, well, he's won it out forever. He's done different, he's, like, he's successful outside of WWE. And speaking of outside WWE, Emma's very successful. She, like, with the travel stuff that she does, she's, she's fine terms of she's like a travel influencer too if you want look at her instagram mm-hmm. but yeah doff was the he i guess he considered the biggest name of the group he was i mean you just because Dolph had been, been with the company for 18 years he was sort of their go-to guy like he was he was more or less the gatekeeper guy you would come up and your first few would be with with like kane and then it would be with ziggler and that's how they sort of would test talent and see how they were going to work out and now it's kind of miz has taken over that spot mm-hmm. for ziggler um, and he hadn't been seen on TV for a long time. I want to say he got hurt, but I don't no, think that's I don't, quite no. right. He he came in, he was working JD for a little bit, and then they killed that program. And I think he asked for time off, and that's where we're at. Like, he's very political and everything like that, so he'll be just fine, I think. And him and his his brother can go to, can be the tag team in AEW if they want. Do something together. Yeah, he'll figure it out. He'll work. They, everybody will work it out. Like, and they should view this as, you know, okay, all right. This sucks, but what are my next steps? And in some cases, I think people are going to be very happy. In some cases, I think people are going to be very upset. But you hate anybody losing their job. You hate watching anybody losing their job. Like, this is never fun when this happens, where you have to sit here and you have to watch Twitter for the names of people that are coming across. And it's like, oh, God. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I spent the, I've been on Twitter most of the day trying to find everything and all the information. We're not doing Tweet of the Week tonight, but we're going to do a tweet right now. This is from Matt Cardona, the mm-hmm. woo-woo-woo guy. You know it. Formerly Zack Ryder. This could be the end of your career or it could be the beginning. Look yourself in the mirror and decide. I promise you the work and the money is out there. It's not easy. It's a grind. It's a hustle. It's frustrating. But it could also be incredibly rewarding in more ways than one if you work your fucking ass off. I hope to see a lot of you down the road. Like, if anyone's taken the message of, hey, 
I've been fired. What do I do now? It's him. He reinvent. He's been reinventing himself as the Internet King or whatever, or whatever you want to call him, or the indie, the indie king, the Internet King, indie king, on for like the last few years since he was let go from WWE. He's he's been everywhere. You look at Cody Rhodes, who kind of left, got released from WWE, and sort of made a name for himself. Drew McIntyre's done, and Bobby Lashley has done, it, and they've come back. So it's not like, hey, they can't come back. I mean, like, Emma came back. She was released, came back, and now she can come back again. Anyone, Anything's possible. I don't know what happened with Emma. They brought her back, and then it's like they just didn't do anything with her. She was brought back to just fill out the roster, because Hunter wanted, like, depth to the roster. Oh, I know that, but it's like they brought her back, and then she didn't do anything. Like, you didn't see her at all. It's like, oh, hey, look, it's Emma. She did, like, a couple Battle Royals, and that was it. She had the match with with Ronda, she did a couple of Battle Royals, and she was linked with her husband, or soon-to-be husband, Riddick Moss, and then they kind of dropped that act. So they really haven't used her much since, because I think that was the plan, to have them together, but that just didn't work out the way they had hoped. So, but best of luck to everybody mentioned. <laughs> hopefully there's no more releases for right now, at least for this week. Um, hopefully things balance out, because you hit, like I said, you hate to see this, you hate to watch this, but it, it was kind of like when, when they announced layoffs for WWE, um, it was like, okay, right, they're probably going to be some ta- talent releases as well, um, because it's like, if there's anybody that wants out, now's the time to sort of maybe work that out with people, because you're, they're basically basically looking to cut costs they're looking to do a bunch of things with the merger because they're bringing the companies together that's not to say that the talent is going to necessarily be impacted by that but if you want out now's the time now's the time to kind of probably get out because they're looking for ways to save money so you could probably go to them and say hey um can we can we work a deal here because i'm kind of over this or i want out or i want to go do other things indeed so, moving on from that to happier news, uh, NXT's Tatum Paxley and Javier Bernal are engaged, so congratulations to them. Mm-hmm. Pat McAfee has been nominated for the Pro Football Hall of Fame class of 2024. Yeah, it's his first eligible year, so he's on the on the ballot. Will he get in? Probably not right away. It'll probably take him a few years if he's able to get in because he's a putter. We love Pat. Pat's great. Pat's amazing. He's like... Pat's awesome. We'll talk more about him in a little bit. But it's hard for punters to get in the Hall of Fame. But he may have the media campaign to kind of push himself. So, we'll we'll see. Pat McAfee for Hall of Fame 2024. Uh Triple H appeared as himself on the recent episode of Billions and so there will be a WWE theme because I think it was shot there. So, that's yeah. cool. Yeah, they're, 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 the clips on on uh, Hunter's Twitter, it was it's an interesting clip. And- it's like cool. They they filmed it like at a, I guess the WWE show with different barricades than WWE's ever used. It said WWE Raw on it, which was like, oh, they're they've never used them. But okay, cool. They made them just for this this thing. So that was pretty cool to see. Yeah. So Hunter played himself. Interesting role. Very difficult. Um, and in this is actually a really cool piece of news. This is exciting. Uh, the Elimination Chamber is headed to the Optus Stadium in Perth, West Australia. The show will air on Saturday, 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 uh, February 24th, 2024. So the Elimination Chamber is going international again. Again, again, which is great. It was in Montreal last year. It's now in, in Perth. According to Emma of WWE, a dream at WWE. Oops, never mind. I just got released. I am no longer with WWE. That was the most unfortunate thing of the day. Like she's posting, oh my God, I can go home and perform and everything, do all this. Nope. No. That was so sad. It's not funny. It's not funny at all. 
But in bad situations, I laugh. The, the, um, the, 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 but her tweet was funny. It's like, oops, never mind. I just, I'm just, I'm out. Oh well, lol. Um, but strange. yeah, no. So it's strange that they're putting the chamber in a larger state in the rumble in a smaller state. Rumble's in the in the Tropicana Field. That's a big building. Tropicana's big. They're putting Chamber in a larger stadium because it's going to Australia, and nobody ever fucking goes to Australia. So they're they're anticipating that that one's going to sell, and that people are going to travel, especially in Australia, to come see the show. Um, just because wrestling, at least for the U.S. companies doesn't ever go there. I don't know about New Japan or anything like that. I think they they might. But we'll but, see. I mean, 40,000 is pretty respectable. But that's 40,000 seats. That's not the seats on the... St- they can put 60 in there if they want to. Because that's 40... But no, if you look at the Tropicana Field, it's 40,000 seats that are built into the stadium. Then you have to remember they put seats on the, on the ground. There's about 20,000 seats you can put on the ground, on the field, on the turf. There's your 60. So it's like, if you want to sell all of them, you can. Will they? No. They'll probably set it up for 55 or 50. Yeah, in Perth, you can do more than that, too. So, But they're not going to sit. I don't think they're setting up Perth for 60. I think they're going to set up for 30 and be happy with it. And they're making... The reason they're going there because the government probably paid the money. <laughs> So no matter what, they're gonna earn earn their their money. So they're probably going to set it up for thirty, like Rock said, see how it sells, and if there's a demand, they can always open it up for more. Um, but they will probably start at a lower number and go from there. Um, so we'll see. But it's still cool. It's still exciting that they're going to Australia. Yeah, it's gonna be. It'll be a fun show, no matter what. So like the crowd should be really really good. You're going to get three, for it. You're going to get three big stadium shows in a row. You're going to get Rumble, Chamber, Mania, and maybe a fourth, who knows what they're doing in in March if they're doing a show, but you're going to get three big stadium shows in a span of 4 months. Yep. Because it's going to be the, the Link, the one in Perth, and the Tropicana. Again, money trumps all and you don't want to you can't guarantee um as they've as they've learned of doing the stadium show in Tampa, rain happens in Tampa. Frequently. <laughs> it's just that they, that, because we all remember WrestleMania in, in the rain, and that sort of, um, plus you never know. Tampa Bay could go on a roll and, and, and make the playoffs. So you can't use the, the stadium because it's probably on hold. That's probably why they couldn't use it. Because um, you never know what the NFL. Because Lindsay will tell you, her division is not the best. Um, Tampa could roll out and win that division. What do you mean my division's not the best? Is your division not the best? We try. <laughs> really hard. <laughs> like I said, it's not the best. Freaking snob over here. <laughs> anyway. Um, yeah, three of the teams right now are 2-0 and until they face real competition. Look, the Falcons tried really, and I mean really fucking hard, to lose that game last Sunday, okay? They did. They really tried. They they did not play football for three quarters, and then they figured out how to play football in the fourth quarter. That's not a good football team. No. I, I have said this for years. If the Atlanta Falcons could figure out how to play all four quarters of football successfully, consistently, game after game after game, they would be unstoppable. But as it stands, we can only average about two to two and a half 
quarter's worth of football. They did win, but they tried really hard not to. You see, this is the thing. We're going off on a tangent. This is the thing about being an Atlanta sports fan that you must accept. Our teams don't win intentionally. Nine times out of ten, especially if it's the Falcons, they fuck up and win. It's generally a surprise if they win. The Braves, the Braves are a little different. The Braves actually do consistently win. We won the pennant, woo. Um, but like the football team, they just, they, they just look into wins. They don't, they don't actually just consistently win. It's just not a thing. Mm -hmm. But this year, if we could just have a winning record, that would be phenomenal it's a step in the right direction so we'll see we will see but going back to wrestling and the news and all the things let's talk about aw and roh um so aw has invited memphis wrestling commentator dave brown to be a guest announcer when the company makes his debut in memphis on saturday october 21st for collision should be interesting they like they like their their wrestling history in aw don't you start that shit don't don't you start. What? I'm talking to Matt. Don't you start. Oh. Yeah. This is where she thrives. And this is her topic. No. You know where I thrive? I'm Philly's good luck charm. Don't start with that. No. Continue on. Don't start with the expert shit then. I didn't bring it up. <laughs> I found a way to hurt you. <laughs> no. Not really. Uh-huh. Uh-huh, sure. Uh-huh. Anyway, QT Marshall signs a short-term extension on his deal, uh, which lasts to the end of the year, so he'll be around at least until December of this year. No word on what's going to happen next year. No, because he's trying to work out a new deal with them, because he has two roles with them. He's a, you know, VP of some sort, like talent development or whatever, because of the tie-in with the, with the Nightmare Factory. And as a wrestler, so he's working on a short-term deal just to sort of figure it all out. If we'll not, if, if it if it expires, he could head to the WWE because um, Cody, Cody, so they could tie in the Nightmare Factory to more developmental for WWE. Uh, I don't think it's going to go that far because they have NXT. No, but you can. They could start at the Nightmare and then push them to NXT. No, I don't think they're going to do the two bar system again. You never know. You never know, but they had problems with that when they did OVW and GCW. But I, I don't That's think, why it got all centralized. No, I don't think it'll be an official one, but I'm just saying unofficially they can work it out. They could try. Yeah, because I, Nothing... I think it's already happening. Probably. Um, Nothing says that they can't ask. Um, And then this was actually going to be one of the biggest stories of the week, all things considered. I mean, um, and I mean it is. News it, broke. It's a, it is a big story. It's a huge story, but unfortunately it's, it kind of got overshadowed. So, um, Jay Cargill is no longer with AEW. She's been removed from the roster page. She finished up last weekend, um, on Collision. Uh, and, Rampage on Friday. Or excuse me, Rampage. I thought she was on Collision. She was on Rampage. So last Friday, she wrestled her last match and there's a lot of rumor and a lot of speculation that Jade is headed to WWE. I think there is, are pictures of her at the Performance Center circulating out on Twitter, so it's likely that she is signed. It's just not announced yet. Um, I don't, and there's, like I said, I don't think it will be announced. I think when no. it'll, it'll just be a debut when it happens. Yeah, I think she just sort of rolls up and shows up. But they're obviously going to run her through the NXT system first, at least on a advanced track just to sort of assess where she is assess what she needs and how they can help her um and get her ready to go for the main roster so this is what i can tell you about jade she is a a star in the making for a lot of people she has the look and the talent to be a star she needs the experience 
She wrestled, she was, what, 70-something in O for a while in, in AEW before losing two matches. That's all she's ever done, 70-something matches. Yeah. You need, you need a lot more than that to be extremely successful and to get in a routine. She was she was the queen of Rampage because they were able to tape her matches and not have them be all live so you could protect her and kind of make her the star you want her to be in. Sometimes the matches were really were were very good for her, and then there were sometimes there were clunky moments that they had to edit out just to make sure she performed well and would continue to be the TBS champion and the star they were trying to build. I'm curious to see how they they handle her because um, she had a great presentation. Like she got when Cody left, she got the Cody elevator thing in, in AEW. Like that's how they were trying to push her. They were trying to make her a big star. But she has aspirations of being something, doing more, and that's why a WWE deal is good for her, because Endeavor can help her get everything she wants out of life. Yeah, unfortunately, AEW just doesn't have the connections yet to get her into, say, Hollywood and get her some other places. Like, Tony has some hookups, but in comparison to Endeavor and WWE and the fact that they have gotten talent into Disney, into Star Wars, into movies, into TV shows, that they're all over pop culture, that everybody pays attention when WWE does something, that's worth its weight in gold right there, especially if you're trying to move up in terms of becoming a star. Like they can just give her the exposure because they can quite literally put the WWE machine behind her in terms of marketing, in terms of social media, in terms of all of it to push her, to make her into a star. And that's not to knock anything AEW has done. AEW has taken her as far as they can take her. Unfortunately, it's an exposure thing. It's an experience thing yeah, where yeah. it's... AEW just doesn't have it. They don't have what she needs. They've they've taken her quite literally as far as they can go. And now it's, okay, she's secured the bag. She's going to get paid a really good amount of money to go up to WWE and to continue training and continue working. And we've talked about this privately with between Rock Brent and I, where she's going to get the experience in house show matches. She has the NXT system behind her. She has a wealth of knowledge in WWE as well as what she had in AEW. So she can build on what she's already learned, and, and she can become even better than what she is now. And, and Cody's there. And Cody's there. She likes Cody. She likes Cody. Cody likes her. It's all good things. Like, the one thing that really helps her that they don't necessarily have to work on is that Jade already knows how to present herself. She already knows how to attract attention, how to work with cameras, how to do all that. And that's something that's very, very hard to teach people. And you see that in different talents, that they have all the tools is right there, but they don't know how to present themselves to the public. They don't know how to go on TV and be on TV. Jade has that quality already built in. She has what they like to term the X factor. So it's something that they do not have to teach her that. Now, can they, you know, polish that skill? Absolutely. And they probably will. They got to teach, teach her the wrestling. <laughs> They have to work on the wrestling part, and that will just be experience where she just goes in every day and wrestles every day, and they work with her every day until she begins to improve. And you can do, in terms of her being up on the main roster, quick little matches here and there just to make just to show off what she can do, but ultimately it's like until she's ready to go, you don't have to put her in any kind of matches. You put you tr you work her down um, at the PC, and then you 
put her on TV, give her two minute matches, but have her go down the PC, work 15 minute matches with people. Cause that's what she's going to need to be. If they're going to, if she's going to be a star for a WWE, she needs to work the 12 to 15 minute match, not the three to five minute match. Um, yeah. To introduce her, yeah, but if she's going to be in there with Becky and Charlotte, Bianca, Rhea, you got to work 15 minutes. you got to be able to go. Yeah, you have to have the stamina and you have to have the conditioning to be able to do that. And that's not to say she doesn't have it, because I'm sure she does. It's, like You look at her and you can tell she she is conditioned, but it's experience. getting used to that. Yeah, it's experience. Yeah. And that's what she needs, is the experience. And they will they will give her that in spades. Like, she has all the right tools at her disposal. This is an incredible move for her. This is a great move. Um, So, I hope it goes swimmingly for her and just nothing but the best because this is this is the second big defection from AEW to WWE. First was Cody, this is now somebody following Cody. Um so we'll see how this goes. Yeah. Cuz that's that's been the question is okay, Cody came over and Cody's been set up, he's being treated like a star. Now somebody else needs to come over and we see how that goes and if they get the same treatment. She won't get the, hey, here's a big main event, WrestleMania main event spot right away. But them signing her is probably going to lead to something. Could be lead. It leads to good matches, new matches that they need for talent. Yep. So with that, the Blaine Brents. Oh, he, oh yeah, Blaine Brents. Bones breaking. Backs cracking. Shoulders snapping. It's this week's injury roundup. So, Brent. Brent, you, Brent, like, goddamn, dude, what the hell? Um, so, the first one, I want to save to the end, we're going to do this first one second and the second one first. Yeah. Um, because I kind of want to talk about what happened on the first one. So, the second one that's going first is, Adam Cole has suffered a mysterious lower body injury. Hashtag blame Brent. So, for those new to the show, what we like to do around here, we blame Brent for any injury that happens in, in the world of professional wrestling, sports, entertainment, and beyond. So, that's why it's hashtag blame Brent, too. So, he was coming off, he jumped off the ramp because the ramp was connected to the ring last night at, uh, at um, Flushing Meadows. Mm-hmm. Where they, where they did it. I think it's Flushing Meadows. Yeah, wherever, the, the, the U.S. Open place, whatever it's called. Um, so, he jumped off of that. And then he started hobbling. So we don't know if it's a knee, an ankle, or anything like that. So that's why I'm calling it lower body, because no one said what it is. But he was on crutch. He went to the hospital. He was on crutches coming out of the hospital. So it's something to do with the leg. At least it's not anything else. But he was hobbling around trying to help MJF retain the AEW World Heavyweight Championship last night at Grand Slam. Then let's talk about the other thing that happened at Grand Slam. John Moxley suffers a concussion. Hashtag blame Brent. This is a little cringe because they didn't realize Mox was concussed during the match. And so for the finish, they he got the concussion. They did the move. He got the concussion. They went for the pin. Dropped and Moxley it. didn't kick out. Dropped right on his head. Dropped. Arthur Ashe. Thank you. Uh, dropped right on his head with basically a tombstone pile driver type maneuver. Yeah. You see like the, the ripple go up his back. Like, yes. his skull in his back from where he hit. Um, and so they go for the move. He doesn't kick out. The ref actually stops counting. Like, his hand stops, which is such a bad look. Just count three. Um, well, it wasn't the finish. That was the idea. It was... Well... Like, that, that's why. Mock was supposed to win. I know that, but l- let me just finish. So, 
it's a bad look when it stops. I know that that's not the finish. I know that Mox was supposed to win. But in terms of professional wrestling and telling the story, it's a really, 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 really bad look when the ref stops. But, and and part of it, the ref could stop, right? But the angle in which they're shot shooting the, the video was bad. Was that that's that's why it looks so bad because they show the referee stop and then there's been multiple occasions where AAW's production has caught off the caught moments where it's like you you shouldn't be showing that angle. Yeah, and that's kind of the thing. Yeah, but it's it's still it's like a really bad look. It's like if at the very least, if you're wrestling and he's not moving, one you should check on him. Two, you at least grab him and pick him up. And you start talking shit, right? Like, to buy time. You break the pin. You break the count, right? Like, I know that's not what was planned, but the fact that nobody realized Mox was hurt in this entire thing is kind of sort of not a great look either. I'm not blaming anybody. I'm certainly not blaming everybody, but like... The fact that they didn't realize he was hurt, the referee didn't, the person he was wrestling didn't. Because then what happens is, I guess they realized something was going on, but they didn't know what. They pick Mox up. And redid it. Right? And redid the spot. Complete with the move, complete with dropping him on his head again, which is super fucking dangerous. They redid the spot, and then they went for it. And it's just not a great look. Now, Mox, Mox did leave under his own power. He did regain consciousness. They, they were able a, to finish the match. They called it a mild concussion. <laughs> How? He's out. Like, what? Yeah, he was out for a couple minutes. He did leave under his own power, but Renee had to come to ringside to check on him and the doctors. Yeah, he never went to the hospital. He was checked out at the building. But the doctors were like, we're not happy. Renee was not happy. Um, I'm sure he's feeling it today. Oh, 100% he's feeling it tonight. And it just... Uh, you hate it. It's it. This is why they ban- WWE bans the pile driver beyond the undertaker like and, and came for a while like the, the idea to drop someone on their head they banned pile drivers forever because, and even then taker taker never really used it partially because his knees just couldn't take it that's why he went through the last ride for a while but but he would, would do the pile driver he's he's safer with it and it's not a, this one is more of an aggressive pile driver like but you go back to owen hart at 97 dropping austin on his head that's why the pile driver is dangerous because you, you can lead it to neck and, and concussions and all the things it's just i don't know but they do it they do it all the time and it's and then usually it's a transition move which makes it even worse yeah yeah that should be a finishing move it should not be a transition move but i hope he's okay i hope he's fine it seems like he is but you just you watch it because there's a clip of it like brent sent me the clip last night and it's like oh god that just looks awful like it looks so bad yeah it's awful so hopefully they think Mox hopefully worked. he's okay. They think Mox worked most of the match with a concussion. Now the plancha to start the match hurt him as well. I mean, then that's great. That's, that's not good. That's not a good look for your company. But it's Mox. He's not going to say anything anyhow. He's just gonna. He's gonna. Be, he's a tough guy. And he's just gonna let you know. Can we? But can we normalize saying something if you're hurt in professional wrestling? Can we please like kill this whole? Oh, you're not a real wrestler you're a bad wrestler if you 
come out and say that you're severely injured and you can't work the match. Like, nobody's going to get mad at you for saying, hey, um, I'm concussed and I could die, so maybe I shouldn't do this. You know, maybe we should just talk about doing it later. Like, it's, it's 2023. Almost 2024. Can we please normalize wrestlers taking care of themselves? Please. You try to, but people are stubborn. People are stubborn and they're stuck in their ways, and I understand that. And it's a very old school way of thinking, you know, if you can walk, you can work kind of thing. But it's not good. It's not healthy. You know, hearing shit like that, because you, you see shit like that and you're like, oh my god, why? It's, it's, I understand it's a personal thing for them. And having never been in that situation, it's like, you can only look at it from your perspective on the outside. But it's like, that's not good for you. Because the only person you're hurting is yourself. Yeah. Like, that's the thing. You will pay for that later. Like, Mox, Mox's body is not in the best shape. No, from, no, it's not. And it's like, everything you do to it is just making it worse. It, I mean, he's kind of going the road that Taker went down. Where there for a while, Taker could barely walk. Because his knees and his hips were so bad. And he would not get them done. Fully. I know they don't want to give up their spot, but can we also normalize not people not losing their spots? Because they're injured, that, hey, by the way, I got a major concussion, maybe I shouldn't be working. Especially if they get the concussion working for the company, you know? Yeah. Like, if you get the concussion on the job when you're working a match, you shouldn't be punished for going and taking care of that. In fact, the company should go out of their way to take care of you. And I'm not saying that Tony Khan and AEW not done that because i'm sure they have i'm sure tony has tried to do all he can to help mox but at the same time it's like can we just maybe normalize that hey you get hurt in professional wrestling it's okay it'll be fine go heal we'll all be here when you get back yeah because i would rather somebody take care of themselves than not indeed so so before we go to break uh-huh. i, 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 I want to just mentioned something that i saw on the on the twitters it's 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 some highlights from the mason mansoor twitter or twitch stream tonight oh god they have some reactions to their firing and it goes this is some of the most (laughs) the most um nicest ways of saying things miz is miz is a nice guy said mansoor base it says it's cody miz is respected vince is a nice guy gargano is a funny dude kevin owens is cool Sammy is kind of annoying, but harmless. <laughs> like, they just got fired, but this is what they're talking about, so. They're spilling the tea. They're telling everybody, you know, what they need to know. They also buried LA Knight because he threatened to quit and hated them. But that's besides the point. Well, you know, like you do. But anyway, let's go to break. Yeah, we're going to go to break. So when we come back, uh, we're going to be talking about what happened this past Friday on SmackDown, which is that The Rock returned, and he gave an interview and uh, did some tea spilling of his own, so we're going to have to talk about it. Um, you're listening to The Rock right here on WildTalkRadio.com, and we will be right back. Are you following us on twitch.tv slash WTR live? Do you have Amazon Prime? 
If so, you can link it to your Twitch account and subscribe to our Twitch channel for free with Twitch Prime. It's the easiest way to help support us for free. Like what you hear? Subscribe to The Rack on Apple Podcasts. Just search for The Rack Radio Show. And while you're there, leave us a review and tell us your thoughts on your favorite show on a Thursday night. Every Sunday night, the evolution continues with Wrestle Talk Radio, giving you all the latest happenings in sports entertainment. With the intern, the producer, the original Tim Stein, and sometimes, a K-Sheet. It's WTR Sunday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Mountain, only on the Wild Talk Radio Network. Every Monday night, once Monday Night Raw ends, the Raw Post Show goes live. You want to hear a story? Get the hell yeah. Join Lindsay and Sir Rockin' as they give their opinions on what they liked, what? what they didn't like, what? and what left them completely confused. What? It's the Raw Post Show. What? Monday nights, what? 11 p.m. Eastern, what? live on the Wild Talk Radio Network. This just into the CB Radio News Desk. Sources have confirmed that CB Radio is on the road to 800 episodes. Are these the same sources that confirmed that Fuzzy Wuzzy is a bear and that CB Radio moved an hour earlier? Correct. These sources have confirmed that CB Radio will be hitting the 800 milestone very soon. But when? Sources say that barring any last-minute changes to the schedule, CB Radio will hit episode 800 on October 21st. That's amazing! Sources also say that you will all need to tune in Saturday night, October 21st, live at 11.30 p.m. Eastern Time at twitch.tv slash WTR live to celebrate 800 episodes of your only excuse to be home on a Saturday night. There has been no excuses before to miss it. Why start now? CB Radio. Live. October 21st along the airwaves of the Wild Talk Radio Network. Did you know that you can use support a creator code ROCKNSOCK in the Fortnite item shop? That's our O-C-K-N-S-O-C-K in the Fortnite item shop. Hashtag ad because we are a hashtag epic partner. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana of the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now you're listening to the Rack Radio Show on the Wildcat Network. Wild Talk Radio. <laughs> uh, Wild Talk Radio. Yeah. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast. But right now, you're listening to the Rack Radio, on the Wildcat Radio Network. Wild Talk. Mother. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I think we should keep it. I think it's funny. Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast. But right now, you're listening to Rack Radio on Wild Talk Radio. Perfect. Wait, I'll do Rack Radio show. Sorry. All right, okay. one more time. One more time. <laughs> Hey guys, this is Colt Cabana from the Art of Wrestling podcast, but right now 
You're listening to the Rack Radio Show on Wild Talk Radio. Take four. I'm a take four fan. <laughs> now I don't feel so bad. There you go. <laughs> if you smell what the rock is cooking. And welcome back to Rock right here on WildTalkRadio.com. Brought to you by our friends over at MBG Films. Check them out at YouTube.com slash MBG1211. And if you're listening to us over on RockRadioShow.com, WildTalkRadio.com, or directly on Twitch, thank you so much for tuning in. We greatly appreciate it. If you're on Twitch and you happen to have a Prime Gaming sub available, well, you can use it here for free for 30 days. All you have to do is hit the little purple button down at the bottom of the screen and you can subscribe for free. It is that simple. September is also still going on, so if you want to get those sweet, sweet discounts for multiple months of subs, you can use those discounts. If you follow the regular way, just hit the little purple button. It'll tell you all about it, and so will Rock. You also follow the channel, hang out and chat, and listen to the archive. We are happy to have you any way we can get you, and you can use those redeems for fireworks, but I can't hear you because... Discord doesn't play it. It's, it's, it's only. It's, it's, it's also just the fireworks is just a visual. I know, but I have the I have Discord up over the screen, so I can't see it. Yeah, it was just, it's just a it's just a visual fireworks because I forgot I put it up for Fourth of July. I never took it down. So there you go. You got the thing. You should leave it. It's festive. It's fine. And we're gonna leave them. We'll leave them. It's, it's, it was for that. But I yeah. just I just saw that. So you know. I mean, there are many things. There's TTS that you can do. There are random sounds you can do. All the things. Like that. Like farts. Is that Brit? No, Brit uses another sound. No. But that's what you come into Discord with. No, not that one. But he can, you can redeem a fart. It's a random fart. You can just hit, click the button and it's a random fart. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's uwu. We, we don't, we're, you don't get uwu here. But you should do it uwu. No. Uwu but is, uwu. Uwu is not a command. Sorry, But right? uwu should be a command. That is a proc fart. Anyway, let's get into the rock. So, as everybody is well aware, um, Hollywood is on strike. Yes. And the actors uh, out there don't have anything to do um, except protest and, you know, fight for their rights and as they should. Um, But it's led to some interesting things occurring, uh, especially in the world of professional wrestling, because it seems that John Cena and Dwayne Johnson have lots of time on their hands, which means one thing. They're going to come back to professional wrestling and work. As we've seen, John Cena is going to be around for the next seven, eight weeks doing stuff for WWE while Roman Reigns goes on vacation. And this past Friday, we had the massive surprise of The Rock making his return to WWE. Now, this was this was before. Or after he gave an interview with Pat McAfee. Yeah. So where, here, here's some where he talked about WWE. He did talk about it. So, and we're going to get into that case. So, one, here, here's the setup for it all. So, Dwayne The Rock Johnson, the foundation from those who, who know Fortnite, appeared the guy on the, from Fortnite. The guy from Fortnite um, appeared on the Pat McAfee show because Pat McAfee and, and Dwayne were in town because they are both a part of College Game Day, which airs on Saturdays, and they were both in Colorado for that, in Boulder, where we're, because they were all there for Pri- Coach Prime, Primetime Deion, Deion Sanders and his team. 
Um, so he was, Dwayne was in town for that, and it just so happened to be Raw was an hour away, and they decided, hey, we can all get together and kind of put it together. Why don't we have you all come down and let's let's do a thing, a memorable moment for the first time in four years? Because the last time Dwayne was on SmackDown was the night they premiered on Fox. He got in the ring with with Becky, the man Becky Lynch and Baron Corbin. He laid some SmackDown on their candy asses. And it's been four years since he's appeared on their television program. So, there, there, there's that. So that's why he was there. And then, before we get into tea spill on Pat, let's talk about him on SmackDown. Because holy hell, did he, he work the censors. Yeah. Yeah, he did. He, he made them earn their paycheck. So, uh, one, the pop. The loud pop he got for entering the building. Holy hell. Like, you watch the people just get up off their feet and they're like, oh! Oh my God! It's Dwayne. It's like it was such a huge, loud, loud pop. Um, so there, there, he's not over because he's at not, all. he's not over whatsoever. So there's, there's that. Um, number one. So he's, so Pat's in the ring to start. Welcome everyone to SmackDown, and he drops some hints, like they're in the Rockies, and it's the People's Show, and something about something. He also said the word "great" in there as well. So he gets interrupted by Austin Theory, who they had their WrestleMania match a, a year and a half ago. So they were jawjacking, and Austin Theory is, this is Austin Theory Live, this isn't the People Show, this isn't this is, this is SmackDown, it's Austin Theory Live. And Pat's like, basically, are you sure about that? And then out came Dwayne. And then Dwayne just verbally opened up, uh, opened up some, did a Steve Austin impression for a hell yeah. Austin Theory interrupted with it doesn't matter. So they bleeped out the holy shit. And then Dwayne, oh Dwayne. This would have been the perfect segment on Monday Night Raw or in a future SmackDown on, on USA Network just a year early, year early. He led the crowd in one of the famous, one side says this and the other side says this chant. So Austin Theory is from A-Town and what that means, you're also an asshole. So one side says you are, the other side says an asshole. And then they were just bleeping it out and just oh. There was a lot of screaming in the truck. You know yeah. there was so much screaming in the truck. So they're, they're in um for the UK version, the only censor they could get was on Dwayne. So you heard the you are an asshole chance part. Which is great. So you actually got to experience it. Um, but yeah. You couldn't hear anything they were saying because they're censoring every 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 five seconds. It would be a censor, and then you know it's Dwayne. Pat's like, you know, it's we're, this is a tw- this is only a two hour show, and Rock knows it, so he just does it again. <laughs> so he gets the other side to do it, um, and then it ended up with a, a, a rock bottom and the people, or no, a spine buster into the people's elbow, into a people's elbow from Pat McAfee, who added his own little spin to it. But Pat's reactions in the background, just the facial reactions, like. Oh my god. Oh, he was fanboying all over himself. So, it was he, adorable. And and then there was a backstage moment afterwards where him and Rock were talking about we started at URN Asshole Chain which got got bleeped as well. And then there was a moment between the Rock and Cena where they hug, where Cena looks at him and John, uh, Rock looks at him like, "I see you smiling." And then they hugged each other and embraced, which was cool. So that was that was a great smackdown moment. It was it was awesome. So Pat spilled the tea on the appearance like, you know, they said to come down there um and and do the thing, and he's like, I don't need to be in the ring for this. Why I I'll I'll do my part and leave. And they're like, No, we need you in the ring. Same thing with the backstage bit with with um with Cena. He's like, I don't need to be involved in this, but they wanted him involved because Pat's Pat's awesome. Pat's great on the microphone and what have you. So there, that's the SmackDown part. It's a great moment. You know how good it was. 
103 million views in three days. And also for the clips. That's a lot. That is a lot. It's a lot of a lot of viewing. Um. So there's that. But then Dwayne, The Rock, The Foundation, whatever you want to call him, decided to talk to Pat McAfee. And they asked about WrestleMania. And Dwayne said, WrestleMania, him and Roman Reigns, was locked in. They had a deal. But they could never get to the finish line because to create something truly memorable that hasn't been done before. Because that's what Dwayne's all about. He's all about setting records, setting big moments. Like, he told the story about, you know, working with John Cena, going to WrestleMania 29, basically passing the torch to John Cena, who then just, you know, was winding down his career after that point. But that's beside the point. Um... <laughs> so that happened, and then um, he talks about that and how he tore up his inside, his abdominal muscles, and his quad, and all these things, and, and what have you. So there's that. But then he goes to talk about the Roman stuff and, and how, how it's going to be like it's locked in, but you know, want to do something big. Because like, the last thing he did was the quickest match ever at WrestleMania with Eric Rowan, like what six seconds or something like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's that. Um, he talks about they had him. So it was Vince. Nick Khan and, and The Rock all got together and they, were, they, they talked about it. You know, we're going to do this thing at WrestleMania. And, and then it didn't happen because it was like, it was all the buzz. Like, we picked for fantasy. We're having Dwayne because like, he's going to come back in the Royal Rumble. He's like, he's going to do it and what have you. And the excuse was he could not get into ring shape for the match. Wouldn't have time to get in ring shape, which he controls his okay, own. He, he controls his own schedule, but with the XFL and what have you. But it was probably like, but they could never, but the real reason was they couldn't creatively come up with anything. Which leads to one of two things. One, was it they couldn't come up with anything creative? Because he wanted to do something where we have the moment, but what do you do? What's next for, you know, what's the aftermath of it? Like, it's cool to have that, but where would it lead? So was it they couldn't come up with that big thing? Because clearly there is stuff with the bloodline feud for it to... We all, we all can book it. Uh-huh. Or was it something else? Was it the Vince scandal? Sources, to me, in my head, own head, would say, it was the Vince scandal. Just call it a hunch. I think it was the Vince scandal that kind of did away with it. It could have been the Vince scandal and then the upheaval with everything sort of being changed and redone. Mm-hmm. And then it's like Vince coming back where there was, there was just a lot of a people in WWE in that time. And it's like, I don't know what's going to happen. The rock is obviously exceptionally protective of his image and what he does and what he says and who he works with and all of that stuff. And he keeps his private life private and his public life public. Um, so it's, if there's even a whiff of scandal, he doesn't want to get near it, which is unfortunate for, what has happened for him recently. Um, but when all of that was going on, it's like sort of everybody with WWE and especially Vince was kind of like, uh, I don't want any part of this. Yeah. Right. Cause, cause you're, because of what that was essentially, it's like, I'm not going to touch this with a 10 foot pole. Mm-hmm. So it's like, until all that settles out, until everything is good to go, it's going to kind of, you order, you know, just, stay away we're just gonna let this settle out we'll see we'll see where it all goes and if i'm not involved in wrestlemania this year that's fine there's also the fact that not to say that this had any impact on it but cody at that point was also in the works yeah cody was cody was in the works but but they had a backup plan in cody which unfortunately got fucked when he hurt himself um so it's kind of something if we can't make it work out with Dwayne, we do have a backup plan because it's likely cody was in the process of sending feelers at this point and kind of working stuff out with wwe no um no cody, but, cody was there because 
He was no Cody was there for all that because it was for this ma- past mania. Okay, but he was in the process of getting ready to go, so they had the backup plan. Mm-hmm. But like, hold, hold on, I, hold on, I mean, hold on, Brent, no, 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 Did, yes, no. Continue, yes. Continue your point. No. Um. The point is, is it's they couldn't make it work with Dwayne. They could not this past year, and <laughs> honestly, that's okay. It was. That's okay. It, it worked out. We almost finished the story with Cody, but then he said this other thing. So you know what's so there's also this WrestleMania in Philadelphia that you know we could probably you never know. So he opened up the door. He opened up the door, he teased it, and honestly, I don't know how I feel about it. Like, it's Dwayne, it's The Rock, it's is gonna be big. The issue is Roman's your champion, right? Are you gonna have Roman beat Dwayne and keep the title, or are you gonna have Dwayne take the title off of Roman, which after a three-ish year title reign, is that what you really want, or do you want to pass it on to somebody like Cody or someone else and that will help solidify them in the main event, make them a huge star. It's, I mean, we're talking at this point that Roman is not on the same level, but is getting where the streak was. Where it's, who is it going to be? Who's going to take that title off of Roman? Or is Roman just going to get hurt and they're going to have to take it off of him? Because no one can beat him. Like, and that's kind of where I'm at with it, where it's like, I would love to see Roman and Dwayne. I just don't want the title involved. Like, I want that to be Roman's, the completion of Roman's more or less humiliation for everything that has happened with the bloodline where he gets his comeuppance. After three years, he finally gets his comeuppance for all the shit that he's done, right? Like, they're running that storyline right now with Jey Uso. They're going to do it with Roman, where he's basically humbled and humiliated, and he's sent packing because it's like, we've had enough of your shit. Um, And that's kind of the final thing, where Dwayne's like, you were never the tribal chief. Bam. So, there's a, there's a couple of things. One, I want to address the match. I know it would be the, the match to have at this year's Mania, but if this happens, does that mean Roman keeps the title for a whole other year? He would have regardless, whether it's Dwayne or not. If they get Dwayne, they can make some changes, which I'll talk about in a second. But Roman will be your universal champion heading into WrestleMania if they don't have Dwayne. And they, or even if they have Dwayne, they want to put the title on the line. That's number one. He's going to be, he's going to be champion. No matter what, Dwayne, Roman was, is your champion. He's wrestling infrequently. He's going to, he's, there's two long-term goals. One, you you put Rock and, and Roman up at WrestleMania 40 for the, the Universal Heavyweight Championship, and Roman Reigns retains the championship and goes on to break the immortal Hulk Hogan's record as for a long reign as World Heavyweight Champion. That's number one. Two, Roman would then either then could just go in and defend it against Cody a second time at WrestleMania 40. And you can either have him continue to go for the record, or you, you have Cody finish the story. Or, option three, we talked about it, a little while ago, Royal Rumble's in Tropicana Field. Man, story doesn't have to end at WrestleMania. Story can end at, at, at the Royal Rumble. Cody and, and, and Roman for the title. Cody takes the title of the Royal Rumble, and then you could do Dwayne and Ro- Dwayne and, and Roman for the, the, the for, in a non-title match at, at uh, WrestleMania. There's your marquee main event of night one or two or two, whatever, what, whatever they feel is bigger. But it's not a, it's not a big stage. But get, but does it have to be? You like. I mean, it's should it it's, should it yes, but it doesn't have to be. It doesn't have to be, but it. I mean, it's like you want to see Cody win his very first world title 
in WWE at Mania. He's worked for that. You feel in some weird way you feel like he should get that. Um, but that being said, if Dwayne is in and he wants Roman and he wants Roman at Mania, then it's you kind of you kind of have to sort of work with that and tell Cody, "Look, we're going to give it to you, but it's going to be here." And you'll get to defend and you'll get to retain at Mania. But you're not going to win the title of at Mania like you would want to. At least not this year. We could do always do it again. Like, you can always have Ty- Cody win the title at Mania. It won't be his first. So it won't be as special. But it would still be special. But yeah. The title does not need to be involved with Roman and Dwayne. It no, doesn't. It- because here's it creates a problem where it's... You either put the title on Dwayne... And then he has to drop it the next night, which just ruins everything about this. Like, it's something if this was a six-month title reign for Roman, yeah, sure, go ahead and do it. Because nobody's really going to care. We're talking about three, almost four years. Three and a half years by the time we get to Mania. That's how long he's held this title. It should not be a one-off. They should not, they basically should not do what they did to take her streak. Where they gave it to Brock. Cause they should not do that. Roman has a streak of his own because he's the guy who's now one is a long reigning champion, but he's also def- the first person in history to, I think, successfully defend the, the top championship three consecutive years of WrestleMania. It's not done often. It's never done because always in a many error, it was like win the Royal Rumble, you win the championship. That's kind of been the proven track record all the way dating all the way back. There are occasions where it doesn't always happen, but for the majority of them, it would. Um, the, the, the chat's talking about, you know, Rock and Ram, Roman would overshadow the Universal Championship. It would overshadow a lot of things. Yeah, because it's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. He's the foundation of, of the entertainment right now. Of course it will overshadow. But you need that. You need the marquee attraction, especially right now where, you know, you want to sell tickets, you want to make a big splash, and you want to, like, show Endeavor what you got. You you kind of need to do it. You can put it on night one or put it on night two, no matter what. You don't put the two. If you have the universal title with Cody defending against who, he should not be on the same night as Rock, Rock and, 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 and Roman. That shouldn't be a thing. And you don't trust anyone working both nights either. Because I see, I would be if they had him work both nights, but doubt they would do that seeing as they would want to give the main event to someone else for one of the nights instead of him main event both nights. But you, someone can get hurt in one of those matches and then you're screwed. Yeah. Like, that's, that's the downfall of saying you want to book someone twice at WrestleMania nights. It's injuries are, are a big factor. And we'll, you don't want to see anyone get hurt in that matter. No. I th- if you get Dwayne, if you, you're signed in to do Dwayne, you, you do Dwayne and you give him whatever he wants in any direction. And if, if his title is on the line, he wants to put the title, put it over for Roman, you do it. Does it need it? No. You do not need the championship involved in that feud. It doesn't need to be there. You could just have Roman now down on his luck, but he's still claiming to be there. I'm still the tribal chief, no matter, even though I don't have the championship, I'm still the tribal chief. And then Rock comes out to challenge him on a, on a SmackDown and boom, there, there's your gangbusters, there's your start, and you just build it from there. It's It's a situation where, will other things look weaker? Yeah, but that's star power and... You can always find ways to build things back up. And with two nights of WrestleMania, with the women being focused and tags being focused, everyone will get enough of a spotlight and more eyeballs would be on the product to see people like Cody and, and Seth and, and whoever and Becky and 
Rhea and whatever other marquee matches you put on the show. And that's what WrestleMania should be about. The most eyeballs that can attract the product. I want to see Rock and Roman. I think a lot of people want to just see it just so it's like, it's not a one of those what if, if, you know, matches that never ever happen. Because this is your last real chance to do it because Dwayne's getting older. Roman is not here long term anymore. This is your chance. Yeah. Like, this is something we've been, in terms of the Rock and Roman, we've been waiting a really, really long time to see it. And so it's like, it's always sort of been building where it's like, well, are they going to do it? Can they get Dwayne to agree to it? Because that was the whole thing was, can they get Dwayne back one more time? And then Roman kind of went on this historic run of, oh, I'm the tribal chief. I'm this, I'm that. And it's like, well, there's one person in the family that didn't necessarily give their assent to this. And that's Dwayne. And so Dwayne can come back and be like, oh, you think you're what? Oh, you think you run this? Oh, no. No, 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 honey. Honey, no. And then they fight. But it's it was always the question of can they get Dwayne back? And now they have the opportunity to do that where he's sort of teasing it, right? Like they're teasing it. They're testing the waters. They want to see people talk about it. They want to see people are excited for the fact that it would be Dwayne and Roman. Yeah. And whatever form we get. And I think people will be excited. Do I think you need to have Roman defend the title on one night and then he fights Dwayne on the next? No, absolutely not. It's it's not going to be a thing. Okay, I want to address the man. He goes, they should wait for following Manny or something. I just want The Rock right now. That should have happened last year. And I'm a big Rock fan, but he doesn't feel like this time is now. Okay, so let's address that. So WWE likes to do some things. And and Triple H, now the creative mind behind it, kind of has the same idea of, well, there's monumental WrestleManias. It's 40. It's 40. It's WrestleMania 40. Doing it at 41 just doesn't have the same luster. It's like, this is the main event of WrestleMania 40. You need that, like... That sells it right there. Like, legitimately sells it as a big moment of, hey, here we are at WrestleMania 40. Um, So there's that. The other comment, and I feel like this is him coming back because of the writers and actors. No, that's why Cena's there. (laughs) Dwayne came back because they were convenient. Yeah, basically. (laughs) Dwayne was there because it was time, place, right moment. Good opportunity. Big surprise. Cena's back because the, the the actors and writers are on strike. But Dwayne... Always, like, if he was willing to do it last year, but they couldn't come to the finish line, had nothing to do with writers and actors. He was willing to do it. It just couldn't, they never got, but, okay, but the same thing could be said about having Reigns lose the title before Mania. It's not monumental enough to happen on on any other PLE. Then, I want to explain something, you explain something to me. Why did everyone and their mother want Sami Zayn to win in Montreal? Yeah. If you tell the right story with the right momentum... You may not have. Read Twitter. They all wanted Sammy. You listened to the crowd that, that night. They wanted Sammy. I wanted Sammy. Like. I wanted Sammy to do it because it would be a monumental moment in terms of professional wrestling where Sammy Zayn wins the title, breaks the reign of Roman Reigns after so many years, and becomes your champion. Like, that's. That would be huge. And he does it in his hometown, in front of his wife and his kids and his family. Like, it's just a really good, feel-good kind of moment story. Now, they didn't do it because Cody was waiting in the wings. And it's like, okay, well, Cody's going to get the Mania match. So we don't want to screw Cody. But at the same time, it's like, what do we do? But if you tell... Well, they figured it out. If you only... If you only ever have a title change of Mania, it becomes predictable. Facts. Uh That's 100% facts. 
you need to be unpredictable at times. So, like, we've seen the title change at, at the Royal Rumble. Like, I, I go 97 where when Sean uh, beat Sid, took his title back from Sid. And then, well, then Sean lost it. But still, his title changed at, at, at the Royal Rumble. Rock and Foley changed the title many times in the, uh, in the Royal Rumble, the No Way Out era in 99. It happens. The title can change. You, yes. you know what? You know what they could do. Hmm. They're going to Perth, Australia next year. Yeah, big for moment. the Elimination Chamber, a sixty thousand plus seat stadium. I don't know if the title has ever changed hands in Australia. That's a big moment. That's a huge moment. There, there's all these opportunities. Like, I mean, because the street gets completely different. I'm not talking about title change. I know it's it's. I know what you're talking about. But you can have it happen at any point. And if you create the moment at a Royal Rumble where this monumental thing happened, it then elevates what the Royal Rumble is at the end of the day. It elevates it all. And I understand it seems it can be seen as anticlimactic to you. But in any environment, WrestleMania is the stage. It's the it's the, the grandest stage of them all, and that's what they tell you. But if you want to elevate other things, other events, other premium live events, keyword premium live event, something major should happen in those moments. Do you want to see Cody finish his story at WrestleMania? Yes. But if you need to get to something else and get rid of the title, then you do it somewhere else. Or then you put the situation of the titles on the line at with Rock and Roman. So you can't like... You can't have it every. Uh, you can't have it both ways. You want Cody as champion, or or, or the Rock and Cena, Rock and Roman, not to have the title. Sometimes you have to sacrifice something for the greater good. Do what's best for business. Best for business is Rock and Roman at the end of the day, because that's the biggest marquee match you could put on right now. Hundred percent. No one, you, no one else there can sort of like be elevated past that. And like I said. Mm-hmm. If you're going to do the match, you don't have a long time to before like you're out of time because it, Dwayne, it really is now or never. Dwayne talked about this was what eleven, ten years ago now when he last had a legitimate real match, tore his quad up, and it just you know it healed itself. He had three hernia surgeries. Like <laughs> he can't do this forever. Roman's not doing this forever because Roman has other aspirations. It's a now or never situation and. We're about to see. It's like you got one chance, one opportunity. Just live in the moment. Just don't eat your mom's spaghetti. Don't eat your mom's spaghetti. I don't know. I had to say something. No, but uh, here's the thing. You can't do rock and roll in a ro- No, see, there's the difference. There's your grand state. That's, now that's wasting a moment of putting rock just- and roll at Rumble. Like you did rock and slam punk at the Royal Rumble. We, we've we've seen that for the t- if this is, championship. You, if this is Dwayne coming back potentially for his final match, because that's the other side of this. Like if this is the last time, the very very last time that The Rock will ever wrestle, you do not want to do that at Rumble unless that's what he asks for. Lemans, you're half terrible. Lemans, I am a hundred percent saying The Rock is bigger than the company. He is bigger than the company. <laughs> He is the I, biggest star in enter- sports and entertainment, just in entertainment in the world. He is bigger than the business. He is bigger than WWE. He's Dwayne The Rock Johnson. WWE would, in large part, not be where they are without Dwayne. Without people like Dwayne and Steve, WWE likely would have gone under because they just did not have that level of star 
prior to them. Like Dwayne, Dwayne carried that company up until he left. He was their top draw, their top star. Nobody could beat him. Nobody could touch him. In case she says it, the pop on Friday tells you he's bigger than the company. It is quite literally whatever Dwayne wants, Dwayne gets because of his contributions, not only to WWE, but to the business on the whole. He is pop culture. He is everything. He's our future so, president. Possibly. Um, We'll see if he runs. But, and I'm totally down if he wants to. Um, but like, it's something that when you have someone like that, you, no offense to the Royal Rumble, you don't want to put it on that show unless they request it. Like it has some type of special meaning. Like, let's talk about Edge. Let's bring up Edge. And everybody bitch that Edge's last match in WWE was on a random SmackDown that it should have been on WrestleMania. It's kind of the same thing. You're saying that you want Dwayne to come in, work Roman for the title or not for the title, but work Roman at the Royal Rumble when it could be his very last match ever. Where he could potentially break a historic two and a half or three and a half year reign. You want him to do that at the Royal Rumble. So, or do you save something like that for WrestleMania? So Rock ended CM Punk's long 434 day streak at, at the Royal Rumble. But let's go. I'll go look at Logic. If the man's brought up, do Rock and Roman at, uh, at the Royal Rumble. Then it's for the title. Which is not what people want. No. The title... I still stay... I stay with everybody that says the title does not need to be involved. It should not be there. It needs to be taken off Roman before he ever gets to Dwayne in hell. Dwayne can cost him for all I care. Like, Dwayne can basically be like, I've had enough of your shit. I'm going to make sure you lose this. Because you can have Roman pull that. That, well, you're not... You know, you you may be the rock. You may be this. You may be bigger than the company. But you're not bigger than me. Which is laughable. But... You still do that, and it's... So Dwayne's like, oh, I just need to get the title off you? Okay. If they even need to go there, but they don't. Yeah, I would Ro- You could just have The Rock walk out and smack the shit out of Roman. I, I wouldn't have Rock cost him. I, I think The Rock being The Rock, I would have him be very... Uh, what would be the best way to phrase that? I would have him rub it in Roman's face that he lost, rather than cost oh, yeah. him. Um, that, that's how I would do it. Because he doesn't need um anything like that. But it's The Rock. It's Dwayne. You give him what he wants. And he's bigger than, as I said, he's bigger than the business. And sometimes you sell your soul to make, to put something big on the table for your company. Yeah. Just look at all the elite wrestling. They went all in on CM Punk to better their company. WWE. Dwayne says, hey, I want to come play. You let him come play. That, that, that's what you do. Yeah, especially when you're coming out of a merger where you're trying to work television contracts, where you're trying to basically attract attention. And WWE is all about the social media and the view, and they chase all of that. So Dwayne does numbers. He does big numbers on social. They know that. So it's 103 million views in three days on all the clips on TikTok, Twitter, Facebook, YouTube. They're all about that shit. So it's anything he wants to do, they know they're gonna br- that he's going to bring those eyeballs in, which is what they want. Yes. Because Dwayne is also equal to rating. SmackDown's rating went the fuck up when he showed up. They're a good number. So, so it's like, they know that. That's what they're looking for. And that's what they have to generate right now. Especially, like I said, with TV contracts, with a merger, with everything. They're trying to do business. Bizziness. Three syllables. So they have to do what's best for it in that case, which is Dwayne gets Roman. If it's for the title or not, we don't know. But Dwayne gets Roman at Mania, and unfortunately, Cody may just have to step aside if he's the one. He may not be. Or he waits one more year to finish the story. 
Cause like you can, that could be. You can do that too. You can go one more year around the around the calendar. Roman Reigns holds it for one more year. Headed to WrestleMania 41. Cody wins because you can do that as well and finish the story. But we'll have to see because the other side of it is. You wait as long as you want. You can always heat someone back up. Oh yeah. The more the longer Cody has to wait, the long the bigger the chip on his shoulder gets. And you can write that in that he's just getting a larger and larger and larger chip on his shoulder because it's he keeps getting pushed aside. He keeps earning his opportunities and he keeps getting pushed aside. Right? Like he spent the last year finishing his story in quotations. And he should be the one that gets Roman at WrestleMania, right? Because he's earned it. Except, oop, part-timer comes in, says, nope, mine. And snatches it away from Cody. Happens. That's another little thing that you can put on his shoulder. And you can have him be eventually, potentially do a heel turn. Although I would never Eventually, down down the line, one down day. the line, maybe, but not right now. No, and I don't think the fans would would take it right now in WWE. Mm-mm. But we'll see. But but we'll see. And I think that does it for us. What do you think? We went long tonight, chat. We went long. We, we, it's we, so we, much. There was a lot. We, we you know we had like fifteen minutes of news, and then we had the forty minute discussion. Been been done in an hour, but we had an hour's worth of news, and now we had a forty minute discussion. So here we are. Here we are. No. Happy birthday, man. Happy birthday. But that will do it for the rack live right here on the Wild Talk Radio Network Saturday. 9.30 p.m. Eastern. Fortnite with friends. Followed by CB Radio. We will have Brent finish off the pirate pickup lines. My internet went out. We'll finish that, give you the conclusion there, and another debate this Saturday at 11.30 p.m. Eastern. Sunday night, it's WTR Sunday night, Russell Talk Radio at 10 p.m. Eastern. Monday night, it's the Raw Post Show at 11 p.m. Eastern. We'll be back next Thursday night, 10 p.m. Eastern, for another edition of The Rack. Chat, if you have that Amazon Prime, link it to your Twitch account. It's called Prime Gaming. Support the channel by clicking the purple rectangular button below the screen. And right now, it's September, which means subs are cheaper. 25% off one month or three month subs. Six months are 30% off. Do the thing. Click the button. Support the channel in any way you can. Another way to support the channel is by using Creator Code Rock and Suck or... Linz M. Ward. In the Fortnite item shop. Or at Big Game Store. Why? Because we are hashtag Epic Partners. You can follow me on most of the social medias at LensWard, L-I-N-S-W-D. You can check out my Twitch channel, twitch.tv slash LensWard, where I stream Kitchen Impact and Honkai Star Rail. And if you want to see me spend money, come around this Tuesday because they're dropping brand new banners in Genshin. Hydro Daddy's on his way. And yes, we are going to be rolling for him. And money will probably be spent. Maybe. We'll see. If not, it'll be in the back half of the update. But tune in for that. Twitch.tv slash Ward. You can also follow me on YouTube. YouTube.com slash at symbol LinsWard. LinsWard.RockRadioShow.com. Or just look for LinsWard on the YouTubes. You can also follow me on TikTok at LinsWard0. Where I post my Gitchen Impact crazy stuff. So if you want to see that, you're welcome to see it. If not, that's fine too. Um, and while you're liking and subscribing and following and going to all the things, you can check out MBG Films, youtube.com slash MBG1211. Matt, our good buddy, friend of the show, 
awesome guy, so please go tell him hi and give him a like and a subscribe while you're there. Um, so for Rock, I'm Lizzie Ward. You've been listening to Rock right here on WallTalkRadio.com, and we will see you next week. Till then, bye!